Everybody has that like intelligent, beautiful, mind-numbingly perfect friend, right? Welcome to Pop Music for Smart People. On this episode, Ryan talks about Monet, S.G. Lewis, and Leon, and has a very, very special guest that, well, I just know you're gonna love. It's... Oh, wait. Oh, shit, I got somewhere to be. Uh, uh, welcome to Popcorn Princess himself, right? Goddy! I've got it, man. Hello, hello, hello. It is I, the Popcorn Princess herself, Ryan Courtney, back with another episode of Pop Music for Smart People. Thank you so much for joining me again, if you've been listening, or if you're a new listener, thank you for being here for the first time. Um, Yeah, you're in for a little treat today. You picked a real good one to come in on. Uh, Hey, guys, if y'all are digging the podcast, um, I would really appreciate it if you could pop over. Pop over, get it? Is that my little puns? Uh, if y'all could pop over to Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.com and give the show a good rating and review. Uh, this just really helps me to get the show out there to more people. And it would be much appreciated if y'all could do that. Um, also, guys, please go follow the show on all of our social platforms. Uh, I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, uh, YouTube. And my handle on all of those is Pop Music for Smart People. Uh, except for Twitter which my handle on that one is pop music for SMA, S-M-A, one. Uh, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't get the full rights on Twitter. We had to, we had to cut her short on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just want to say thank you um, for everybody who's listening. I really do appreciate it. And yeah, let all the folks in your life know about it too, if they, if they like music. I mean, I hope everybody likes music. And if they don't, then I'm so sorry for them. That's a sad existence. <laughs> Uh, we have a really good episode for y'all today because I have a very special guest who I'm I'm a little bit close with him. I, I guess I could say. Um, he will be joining me on the show. Uh, I want to thank him for making time to join me today, all the way from our bedroom two rooms over. <laughs> it's my husband Nicholas Op. He will be on the show today. Uh, today we are talking about three artists that fit into a genre I like to call Nick Op Pop. If you could tell by the by the name of the title of this episode, uh, Nick Op Pop is a very specific brand of pop uh, or brand of music, really. And you guys are gonna find out what that is today. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, if you have listened before, you know that my hubby is obsessed with finding music, as I am, if not more so than me. Uh, Many of the artists I have featured on the show were discovered by him, including the three amazing artists that we're featuring today. Before he joins us, though, I did want to tell y'all about some updates to the show real fast. So, starting with this episode, if you are listening on Spotify, the songs that we are talking about throughout the episode are going to be directly included in the recording. Uh, So you can literally listen to them as the show plays. Uh, you will hear this sound. I'm not going to do it in my voice again. I'm just going to play it for y'all. And directly after that, the song will play right in the episode. If you're on Spotify, um, anyone who listens on another platform other than Spotify, uh, the show will still be up on every single platform. You will hear the same sound, but you will still need to pause the podcast and play the song from the episode playlist I've created. 
You can find these playlists on my website, popmusicforsmartpeople.com, under the music tab, or you can find it on Apple Music. Uh, and my uh, handle on Apple Music is Pop Music for Smart People as well. So go to that account. You can follow it, and the playlists are there. I have made all the playlists public. If you would like to hear the music directly in the episode, you can create a free Spotify account and hear 30 seconds of each song. Or if you have a paid account or want to get one, you will be able to hear the entire song directly in the episode recording. I'm so excited about this, y'all. Like, really excited. So yeah, this is a really cool little update. And I hope that it may, it can make the listening experience just better overall. But I want the show to be available still on every listening platform. Please feel free to reach out to me on my website under the contact page or message me on any of my social pages uh, under Pop Music for Smart People if you guys have any questions or comments about this update. Or if you just want to like have a little chat and definitely if you want to send me some new music. Always. You can wake me up. You can wake me up in the middle of the night if you got new music, okay? I'll always be taking new music, so you heard it here. Okay, 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 okay. Enough intro. Let's get into that Nick Up Pop. Without further ado, let's welcome all the way from another room in my house, the popcorn prince himself. <laughs> Ooh. And my hubby Nick. All right, everybody. And here he is. The loathsome. Who? I'm just kidding. Who? Um... Uh, who, 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 who? Is there somebody else here? Oh my God, someone. The call, the call is coming from inside oh. the house. <laughs> well, we're starting off great here so far. Um, totally. For everybody listening, this is my husband, Nick. Nick, introduce yourself. Holla. Is that it? <laughs> Hi. Uh, <laughs> mm, that's not really an accurate uh, representation. Nick. I said introduce yourself and you went, holla. Hey, hi, I'm Nick and I'm married to Ryan. I am originally from Canada. I grew up in Vancouver. Lived in Toronto, met Ryan in Nashville. He was my bartender. They always say don't hit on the bartender, but guess what? <laughs> he landed a this. And I love Chicago and I like my dog. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> we have two dogs and he just said I like my dog because he hasn't warmed up to our, our puppy yet. She's so annoying, but you know, I like kids when they get older and they can actually discuss things. I don't like babies, so maybe if she grows the fuck up. She's going just to. Kidding. I'm literally looking at her right now and she's like. <laughs> so we are here today because Nick just had to come be on my podcast. He can't just let okay. me out. Okay. No, mm. um, we're here today because we're going to talk about Nick Op Pop, which is a well-known thing in our group of friends and in, in Third Shift, which I've talked about before on the show. You came up with this term, and I, I just, I don't hate it. It's real funny. Yeah, I did. And it's so funny, too, that I came up with it, because now, thinking back, I'm like, it's, it's like, the artists we're going to feature today are all three very, very different. So it's not that it's, like, completely one vein, but I just know it when I hears it. Like, I, I know Nick Op Pop when I hear it. And actually, there's some other people that know Nick Op Pop when they hear it. So before we actually get into these <laughs> artists... Mm -hmm. uh, I put together a little segment of some of our friends and people that we know, kind of just like, you know, defining what they think Nick Op Pop is. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds real fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to listen <laughs> to that oh, right now. What is Nick Op music? Nick Op's taste in music. I would definitely describe Nick's music taste. What is Nick Op music? How do I describe Nick and his music? Nick Op music is it? So many memories of music and Nick 
like a Beyonce and Sufjan Stevens had a baby. As eccentric. Dirty sex beats. Eclectically magical. Strong female vocals. On trend. Music to give you FOMO. Obscure, provocative, relatable. It's booty popping with a shower beer. The artist or song that you didn't know you loved. That's the third drink that you have that's kind of sweet and kind of tangy, but it's like not super strong. Revolutionary and it's thoughtful. And you don't realize it until it's like 20 minutes later and you're like, shit. Well, maybe you want to call 911 because you're projectile vomiting. Why don't I remember my middle well, name? Well, upside down and involuntarily seizing due to an overwhelming feeling. And why can I only think of my best friend from third grade? Of bliss in your soul. We call him DJ Paycheck to Paycheck because dude knows how to read a room. And I was like, Nick, can you sing me a Kesha song? And he did and it was awesome. Oh my God, did I accidentally like do shrooms? He would always just get so into the music. And- what is happening? I'm having so much fun. That- he once sent me an album from an artist that he said was the owner and CEO of his ass. After parties were a breeze when Nick came over. Needless to say, after listening to that album, I had a new owner and CEO of my ass. But his music does serve powerful woman vibes. When I think of Nicki Minaj, I think of Nick. Yeah, I had the start of a Beyonce lyric on my arm and Nick has the end of it on his ribs that we got tattooed. I think of Lady Gaga, I think of Nick. He's also known to discover some pretty fancy French DJs as well, okay? You will never get bored of listening to one of Nick's playlists. Thank God he started doing playlists on Spotify. It's the next song on his playlist that we wouldn't necessarily always get through the first song. Uh, but whatever song Nick demands you listen to will be stuck in your head for weeks. It's music that crawls into your skin and makes a little nest there. My one complaint is... In the corner, he's just sitting there like Heath Ledger is the Joker just clapping just mm-hmm. you didn't expect it but you're having fun aren't I you? I love all of my memories with Nick and music plays a large part in that. You never really know what you're gonna get but you know it's probably gonna be a little dirty and a little fun and maybe kind of illegal but you're gonna have a good story. Let's be honest pop music for smart people and the popcorn princess needs her hubby's influence. I always relate music to Nick. Powerful and chaotic in the best way. Nick and music just literally go hand in hand. Nick op music is just dope. Love you Nick. Keep it up. Okay, so I'm sure that that was interesting because I know <sighs> how mine and Josh Meredith were. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be hysterical. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm actually really excited for you to hear because, like, I got some, I got some good clips. Good. That's, like, really good when there's that many O's. Good. Good. Clips. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we beat that joke into the ground. Oh, no, I'm going to do it again in like 10 minutes just for shock no, value. I, I know you are. And then at the, end, at the end, too. But I'm not going to be shock value because I'm telling, you stop rec- I'm telling everybody I'm going to do yeah. it. <laughs> and then after you stop recording and then before I go to sleep and then when I wake up. In the oh, morning. that's my sound for the week for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So we are, I mean, after that marvelous introduction from the, all those marvelous. people and me. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about Nick Hop Pop. And we have, you want to introduce the first uh-huh. artist that we're talking about? Yeah, sure. So this first artist, funny little story. I know that Ryan has talked about how much uh, music means to us since, you know, quarantine in the last year. It really kind of got us through and made it a little easier to deal with. Um, but a this little. artist came yeah, a little, a lot. This artist came at the beginning kind of 
of the quarantine uh, and came out with this song that I just could not stop listening to and that Ryan was probably absolutely sick to death of hearing. Uh, I just... Mm-hmm. No, not no, I, no. I wasn't. See, I actually, I actually that's loved the sign it. Of a good song. Well, I actually loved it. It was just funny because, like, usually when you listen to a song repeatedly, you like you're just like rave. You, like you talk about that song like, all the time. This one, you literally just it was just like playing all the time in the background. No, you're and, right. And you were listening to it like just constantly. And finally, I was like, "What is this song?" <laughs> no, you're right because when we were gonna do this Nicholas Op Pop, you know, uh, episode, you mentioned her, and I was like. Out of all of the artists that I love and all of the artists that I'm obsessed with, why her? I realized that not only did I overplay her quite a bit, but she really does epitomize everything that we will end up discussing about what makes Nicholas Hot Pop. So anyways, we're talking about Benet, Benet from New Zealand. Hey, hey, Benet. What did I say before? First I dip, and then Benene, and then I did the dance for, I think, the first time in my life, actually. And it was real. It was really good. What a gay horses eat. <laughs> Benay. That was so terrible. I don't even know where to begin. Well, with Let's forget that. I went to Actually, New- you know what? Just cut that out. I went on a trip to New Orleans one time and I had some delicious beignets. <laughs> I mean, that's not even really a pun. That's just the word. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we are talking about Benay. She is a badass. She's 21. She's She's 21, uh, from New Zealand, and she's awesome. So the first song I think that we're going to be doing is just like, it is just really delicious, good, catchy, but smart pop, and it is Snail. The name of the song is Snail. If I were a snail. (laughs) Um, And the lyrics are really cute, too, because it's all about stay inside when it's day but I come out when it rains. So it does make sense to the animal, but is just a really cute, dancey little song. Well, the article I read too about it is that, you know, she literally, I mean, she did this like song during quarantine. So it was literally just her being like oh, stuck in her know. house. Yeah. She wrote the song in quarantine. Yeah. And it was literally her being stuck in her house and looking at snails and being like, like, look, they get to go outside when it rains. Like they love it out there when it's raining. Like I want to be like that. you know? I want to, I want to escape my house. So. I was also reading about her and she had graduated high school, didn't know what she wanted to do with her life, ended up going to university for something like two or three weeks or something ridiculous like that. And then went home to her parents and was like, I quit university and I I want to be a star. Oh. No, not like that. But she just wanted to make music, man. Yeah, actually, let me go ahead and do her bio really quick because it's really interesting. Uh, so Stella Rose Bennett, Stella Rose Bennett, sorry. Better known by her stage name, Benet, is a 21-year-old singer-songwriter from Auckland, New Zealand. She grew up in a musical family with her parents introducing her to the catalogs of Radiohead, Bjork, and Groove Armada from a very young age. I'm like, okay, badass that parents. That checks out. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. Um, Benet gave up music in her teen years to pursue competitive water polo, but returned. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. She was actually going to like go and like compete for New Zealand, I think like maybe in the Olympics, but returned to writing and recording music at age 17. She caught the attention of producer Josh Fountain, who helped her release her debut single, Tough Guy, and her single, Soaked, which landed at number 58 on Australia's Triple J Hottest 100 in, 20, in 2018, which Nick knows all about that. You know how much I love Triple J. 
Uh, since then, she has become a much more well-known pop music figure and has released several EPs and albums. So yeah, there cool. you go. Yeah, she she just like I said epitomizes everything that that Ryan ended up making me realize makes up a Nicholas pop artist or song, and it's really like that um, like. I'm a girl with feelings and I don't care. Teenagers and more yeah. feelings. But <laughs> yeah. let's dance, you know? <laughs> I, I literally, oh, I literally wrote down for this for Snail uh, the definition to me of Nick Ott Pop. So Benet is just one of those uh, that, you know, I don't care. Let's dance. Uh, that just epitomizes Nick Ott Pop like so many of the artists that I realize I have collected that I listen to. Yeah. Like B. Miller and Upsall and, you know, Tova Strike, Elise, Big Pig, who's coming out of the gate strong. Who's your new one? The new girl? Bubblegum Brain? Oh, Elise. Oh, my God. Let's talk Straight about Elise. No, I mean, yeah, not, just not now, I know. but like, Stay tuned because we will be talking about Elise on this show. Oh man, she she's doing something. But just like Benet, they have that '90s thing that's uh, like completely self-aware that it's '90s. You know, I love it. I love it too that like she's born in the year 2000, and I'm 36 years old, and I'm like looking at her like, uh, "You dress better than I did in the '90s. Like you're dressing more '90s than I did in the '90s." Like, <laughs> I literally wrote down for this too, a uh, bubblegum pop with a stank little beat. Like I feel like that's what she's doing. Like she's like it's like. It's technically like just totally teeny bopper like bubblegum pop, but gosh, she just like she puts a little like grossness on it. I'm like, yes, please. I mean, that's kind of my thing about pop. You know, I was saying to you before we were recording that I could I could literally just write a thesis about pop music because I love you know EDM and house and I love R and B and I love my neo soul, but I just I love pop music like good pop music and like i said before really i mean it's not like it, i dedicated a whole episode to nick op pop <laughs> i just love it and it you know for people that really don't like dive into pop music that isn't on the radio you know it can all kind of sound cookie cutter but it's it's like that that thing that i said is self-aware like it knows what it's doing and it lets us have fun and gets away with more because we're kind of in on the joke you know we're in on the act that it's performing and and that's what makes like really smart, good pop music that can be art as artistic as any other genre. Well, you really break it down to, I mean, the the genre of pop music, it's like how it started. It was just like a shortened version of popular, you know? So it's like popular. That's yeah. why I love the, about this podcast is really the goal and aim of this podcast is to kind of like hopefully broaden, you know, the perspective that mm -hmm. like a, a lot of things can be pop music and a lot of things are pop music. Yeah. And and yeah, so. Yeah, because then there's also a reason that some music gets super popular, you know, because there's that like gimmick or that trick or that hook or whatever. And or you're making the stallion or you're just making the stallion. One of these things or you're making the stallion, which I mean, <laughs> she was never not going to be uh, a famous and beloved by everybody. Oh it was never it was always in the oh cards for her. Actually, a funny little transition here. So we're going to go from think about making the stallion. Right. And then we're going to talk about <laughs> Super Lonely by Benet. <laughs> I mean, just like, this was, so, so this was actually the song that we were talking. We weren't even really talking about Snail to begin with. It was it was super lonely that I could not stop playing at the beginning of quarantine to the point that I was making these playlists for my friends called um, Quarantine Beats for Unemployed Peeps. And the second one was called Quarantine Beats. I'm a lonely bitch, which was kind of perfect considering we were in quarantine. So this this song came at the right time. I know that it was this one actually too because now I'm remembering like I, without like subconsciously I would be like in the shower and I'd be like mm, ah 
I'm a lonely bitch. Like, I was just like singing it. I didn't even really know the song. I think it got some radio play. Uh, I think I heard it in an Uber once. I don't know. I don't really well, listen I'll, to the radio. I'll tell you right but... now where I heard it. In my house every day, uh, every hour. Yeah, 90, 92, <laughs> 92 times a day, probably. Yeah. Uh, Nick Op 92.6, just playing the super lonely hits. That's it. That's your radio station. Yeah, just <laughs> over and over. Oh, and you know what? It's a great radio station. Welcome back today for my first track, Super Lonely. Oh, here we go. <laughs> 12 hours later, and I'm going to finish oh with Super Lonely. Bye Y'all, bye I, got, I got a fresh new track today, Super Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I would listen to it that much. This song is amazing. It, it's it's fantastic, and uh, uh, I, I think this would be a song that some people might recognize and just not know it was Benet. So I mean, I'm just trying to you know uh, spread the good word of Benet. And she's also to the guy. There's a guy in the song Gus Gus Aberton. Yep, because um, I wrote down here like their duo, like their voices, like match up so well. I am 36, and I could like, you know, when I first see her and I look at her, I'm like, you know, I immediately I'm just like, oh, Tina. But like, I relate to every all of her songs. I relate to everything she sings. I relate to all yeah. all of her looks. I relate to her videos. Like, I just like because like I grew up in the 90s. So like, ah, that like I just relate to that person. Like, yeah, and she's 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 clever too. There was this song that uh, where not necessarily featuring, but she's got this song called Find an Island, and she wrote it because she got mad at one of her really good friends who was, I think, her bass player or something like that, and wanted to say to her bass player when she was mad, like, get out of here, go find an island, you know? Oh my God. And it's just like a cute, it's a cute little song. She's got good lyrics. Yeah. Okay, now y'all know uh, Ryan be loving a remix or a redo, and Benet, the last song I want to talk about, I actually had to boot a song out of Nick's because I had to put this one in here for Benet. She does a cover of Amy Winehouse's Back to Black, and y'all, it is, like, I feel like... It's good. So much of her music, you know, it's, it's her take, and, you know, she's doing pop, and she's being fun, and, um, but this song, I mean, she's covering an Amy Winehouse song, so you already know the shoes you gotta fill there, but she, her vocal yeah. delivery in this song is fucking epic. Yeah, and the reason it works so well, I think, is she's not, like, trying too hard to be, you know, like, dramatic and, and you know, I'm representing Amy White. Like, you no. don't feel that from her. It's just, it's still her, and I would have never, if you give me a list of a, a hundred songs and said, which one is Benet most likely to record? Like, that would be number 99. But I'm so glad that it works this well and it turned out so yeah, well. Yeah, that's the thing, too. I knew, I knew Benet, like, has, you know, great voice, and, you know, I knew she, like, I knew she's like amazing at what she does, but like hearing her sing this mm -hmm. song, I'm like, holy, like she can sing y'all. Like it is breathtaking. This like cover. I love it so much. It's, it's really cool when, when somebody like her, or I mean, who's the last person to come out of New Zealand that became like really, you know, noticed, I guess that was Lord. Right. And sometimes these countries, cause New Zealand's a small little country, just come out with these amazing artists that come out of nowhere. So today you're amazing. I love it. I, um, Benet, we love you. I wanted to say that uh, there's one part in the song when y'all listen to it and are listening to it uh, that gave me complete goosies, and it's right after she sings the first "Back to Black." She literally does this like, like moan. Ugh, it puts me on my ass every time. It's so good. Do you know like how much it still to this day after all these years together makes me laugh when you say the word goosies? Oh yeah, I love. I mean, that's like how that's like one of my <laughs> keywords for music. It's just so funny. It gives me goosies. It gives me goosies. I'm getting the goosies. <laughs> yeah, me and my best friend <laughs> Jesse, that's what we say. Like, like the second the song starts <laughs> hit us, my body, my body reacts to music and it lets me know real quick by giving me the goosies. <laughs> See, it just makes me chuckle every time. Duck, duck, goosey, <laughs> goosey. Okay, that was stupid. I'm sorry. No, too far. Okay, stupid. 
Okay, so to recap, her name is Benet. Her music can be found on all major streaming platforms, so go follow her on Apple Music and Spotify. Her Facebook handle is Benet, so at Benet, B-E-N-E-E. And then her uh, handle on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is Benet Music. So go follow and like her on those platforms and let her know that Pop Music for Smart People sent you. Benet, if you hear this, I would love an opportunity to chat with you. I'm such a big fan here. Thank you so much for making music. All right, so our next artist is this artist. I'm going to actually lead into this one. Yeah, this artist, uh, so Nick listens to new artists all the time. And he's like, I do this thing where literally I'll be like, I'll love I'll love a certain song that he's listening to on repeat, but I won't know <laughs> the artist's name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll know the song. I'll know every single word, but I just like, I haven't heard enough of their discography to like remember who they are. So this, she was one of these ones where I just was like, every time I'm like, oh my God, the song, the song, I love it, love it. And then finally I like just had, I became as, as obsessed with her as my husband, as, as Dick is. And uh, her name is Leon. And she is from Sweden. Swedish pop, baby. Oh, man, don't get me started. Do not get me started on Swedish pop. I mean, the Swedes know how to do pop music. And, you know, there's people like, obviously, Tovlo and Robin. and Well, girl, it started started with with who? ABBA? I... ABBA. ABBA. Yes, absolutely. And then Ace of Base, but they do have like the ingrained, I think, into their history to just like, and it's actually encouraged by the government, I think, in, in Sweden too, to, you know, make music and it's what they're good at. But there's so many good, good, good Swedish, you know, uh, musicians and artists that people don't even know. Like we will you know, be, we will uh, be doing a, a a little sneak peek here, but we will be doing a Swedish a Swedish pop episode that will be coming up in the next couple months. So, um, so Leon, first of all, she is effing beautiful. Like, I mean, just like oh, so striking, okay. it's insane. Yeah, and her voice is just nuts to me. It's so nuts. It's like she from song to song, she can like just switches like voice personalities. Like, she'll have one where she just sounds like the 70s folk singer. She'll go to, like, this, like, just, like, deep EDM, like, give you the goosies kind of voice. Uh, she just, like, has all these, like, layers, and I love that. Well, let's talk about the first song so they can hear her. What is the first song? The first song is Surround Me. Oh, so this is actually the song that, that she caught my attention with, and... Not only me, but it's so funny that you said every time she came on, you were like, who is this? Because my my friend that I was working with at the time, um, Kenzie, who also has fantastic taste in music, she did what exactly what you just said. Every time she would come on, she'd be like, who is this? Because of her voice. And this Surround Me song is, oh, God, it's good. No, I mean, it, it immediately, this song, like, it, it, without fail, it puts me in a... A great mood the second it comes on the second i hear her start singing like yeah. i'm in like an amazing mood yeah i'd love yeah. it and and there's something about the verse that's like really great and then all of a sudden the chorus kicks in and you're like that was where this is going this is even better yeah um i love her too because i really do feel like from song to song like the next song we're going to talk about i get a different decade but for this song i get like straight i get 90s vibes i get like just those like 90s power ladies i actually wrote down via because you know i i featured a artist named yeah, via yeah. And they give me, like, the same vibe in the song. Like, their voices are just got that, like, I don't even know how to say it. It's like maturity, you know? Like, <laughs> it is. Yeah, she's got, like, like a, like a, 
a slightly deeper voice, but it, and it's it's like gravelly, but still clear. I don't know how to describe it. Like she uh, she could come out with a song that I've never heard, and I will hear it and know now that I've listened to her so much, I'll know. It's you know who else? Way. You know another example I could throw out there really quick that just like that they not even like they sound the same, but Tracy Chapman just has that maturity, you know, like in her voice, like that '90s, yeah. like just I, that's what I get from that song in her. Yeah, and everything she does just kind of, like, it gives me the feels, whether it's, like, you know, about love or about heartbreak or whatever. So, you know, we were talking about all the girls and what defines Nicholas Oppop, and now we're kind of going into my feelings a little bit. Uh-huh. Let's talk about my feelings. Oh, God, please, no. <gasps> well, because this episode... <laughs> you get that enough. Nine, Nine-hour episode all of a sudden. <laughs> so one last thing I want to do want to say about uh, Leon... And this song is that like I literally cannot not sing a Leon song when it comes on, and I try to like sing it in her range every time, which drives you a bit mad. But oh, that's how catchy her music no, is. Like every song, I'm trying to like I'm just trying to belt it in a high pitched voice. I mean, you want to? I want to. Everybody so bad. wants I want to. Be a singer. to. Nobody. I want to be a nobody. So bad. Yeah, but nobody's ever gonna. You know, nobody's gonna be Leon. Don't try to be Leon. Just try to be like. Mm, who can I insult? Let me right let me just now? try one more no, time. I've been thinking about your body, cause there's nobody else but I be. I think I think I nail it. So then, so the next song we're featuring is <laughs> Body. Oh <laughs> a little preview for y'all. And I and by the way, what you're literally about to listen to that exact thing that came out of my mouth because I sound just like her. But yeah, the song is the song is called Body. So this song is the song that like it. I think it's by far my favorite Leon song. Um, it is one of those songs that you like, and then you listen again, and you like more, and then you listen again, and you f- just fucking fall in love with it. It is. It could have come out 1968, 69, Summer of Love, Flower Child. Uh, yeah. Like It's got that I literally vibe. wrote down Just Gives Me 70 Folk Vibes all day, and then right after yeah. that, I wrote down The Mamas mm-hmm. and the Papas. Like it just has that like yeah, it's just sure. that like feel of like they're just standing with flower crowns and like you know in a field stroking a guitar yeah. like it's so- yeah daisy necklaces and just swaying their arms in in an overgrown field that's so yeah. funny I just realized you said exactly what yeah, I think that's about, like what yeah. I think about every time but that, what I love too about that imagery is it's not even that they're like you know oh flower child it's like there's like power behind it and there's like in her voice and how she like there's like the mamas and the papas I feel like weren't just these like you know hippie dippy they were like out there like they had like power behind their voice they had like meaning it's like i love the mamas and the papas by the way i just love yeah no me too and i love the 60s and i love the 70s and she she does it and it doesn't feel like it feels modern at the same time she's just whoever her producers are great she's great her writer's great it's, she's just all great it's all great you know what's great i'm having Play fun on. Uh, there's the buildup too that I love, and that this is I think the most '70s part about the song. It's like this big buildup, and then all of a sudden it cuts out, and it's just like do 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 do, you know, like that like '70s guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me something yeah. that I need to know. Do do do. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that was a really good impression. We're nailing, nailing these impressions it. today. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's body, and it's I love that song so much. I I literally wrote down I'll never forget the first time I, I, that you played this song, and I heard it. Like I was just like, what mm-hmm. is this? Like why are we listening to a song from the '70s? And then I was like. Oh yeah, I know we talk about me wearing out music, but this is one. This is the song that I remember in recent history, <laughs> hearing for the first time, and 
I'm not exaggerating. People are going to think I am. But the first time I heard it, I think I might have played it maybe 13 or 14 oh. times in a row. And that is zero exaggeration. That's me. So that's me. That's, that's me. Uh, I mean, like, I'm talking about, and I featured this girl in a past episode, but Amani Yassin, when I heard Watch Your Mouth, I literally listened to that song like 28 times in a day. Like, I just like could not stop. But, that's what I do. That's true. I'd say something to you and you would turn around and said, you better watch your mouth, girl. Okay. Oh, okay. Watch your mouth. <laughs> okay. So the next, the next song, the last song, I'm going to just do a little disclaimer really quick because y'all like, you're not ready. You're not ready. You're never going to be ready. Um, I will never be ready in my lifetime. This song is so freaking epic. It is so freaking beautiful. Like you might cry. You might throw up. Like a lot of things might happen. Ryan has a physically and emo- a physical and emotional reaction every time that this song every comes time. on. Every, every time. time. Like yesterday. Yesterday I was playing it while we were preparing for the and episode. What did I do? And you got teary yep. and walked out yep. of the room. Right. It's just this song, <laughs> and it's not even like I'm sad. It's just like this song just like gets into my soul. It's it's just, I love this song. So it's You and I by Leon, but it's the Saint Weekend remix. And let me just tell y'all, it's just it is something. And hopefully you're gonna Yeah, and it doesn't sound a lot like the original. And the original's really good too, but whoo, I tell you, it's something about the beat and it's it's got that like that wind down in your feels, lay back on the couch, and yeah, it's it's a gross, <laughs> that's funny because I, I literally wrote down this song is almost too much for my feels. It's like almost too much. Like <laughs> like yeah, it puts you in your feels, but I'm almost like too far in. I'm like I'm not ever coming back. <laughs> Yeah, like you're on the edge of just diving right oh, into the fields and we never lost Ryan. Back. Where's Ryan? We lost. He's gone. We had a good run. I mean, he's been crying for three <laughs> I, years. I, I don't cry, y'all. I mean, I'm not like a huge like you know crier, but like I'm talking about sometimes things just like, and there she goes. Well, sign of a good yeah, song. Absolutely, but honestly, yeah, the, like you said, the original's so good. But I love it too when a DJ and an artist put their two things together and just this product that comes out is like so freaking epic. It's just like, fuck you imagine if they just like that DJ just had never done that song. It's like, I cannot imagine that. It's like crazy. Ooh, you would have never cried. Um, I'll never cry again. Listen to it. Have a good cry. Also put down for this, uh, when the lyric kicks in with the beat, like, nope, goodbye. See you later. I gotta go. You and I. I'm just trying to actually promote myself, and you know, uh, hopefully somebody will hear me sing and sign me. (laughs) (laughs) What? You've never told me that in your life. Where is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely gonna happen. Okay, really quick, y'all. I want to do a little uh, bio on Leon. Lada Lindgren, known by her stage name Leon, is a singer-songwriter from Stockholm, Sweden. She grew up in a musical family. Her mother was a cellist and her father was a composer and conductor. That okay. checks out. In her, te- in her teens, she was in a hip-hop and soul group, but left the group to pursue a solo career. Her producing partner is Agrin Romani, whom she released... You're doing very well right now with these pronunciations Thank- and Swedish Thank names. You. You're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome, um, Is Agrin Romani, whom she released her first single... Tired of talking with. In March 2019, Leon released her first self-titled studio album, Leon, and her sophomore album, Apart, in 2020. So there's a little bio on uh, yeah. I Miss Leon. Yeah, she doesn't make bad music. You could listen to any of her discography. 
Her, she's got one of those voices you're never going to get sick of. So go get it. Get it. Okay, so to recap, her name is Leon. Her music can be found on all major streaming platforms, so go follow her on Apple Music and Spotify. Her Facebook is handle is at Leon, L-E-O-N, as well as her Instagram. And her Twitter handle is It's Leon Music, so I-T-S-L-E-O-N-M-U-S-I-C. So go follow and like her on those platforms and let her know that we sent you. Leon, if you hear this, I would absolutely love an opportunity to chat with you for the show. I know my listeners would love that as well. I'm such a huge fan here. Thank you so much for making music. So we've introduced you to Nicholas Oppop, and then we went into our feelings where Ryan almost jumped over the edge of his and never came back. Um, and now I I want to dance. Want to, so this dance. is this is you know I just want to move my body. You no, know I do. Uh, so this is. <laughs> this is what Nicholas Oppop is when he wants to fucking bust when a them, move. When them arms want to turn into noodles. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm a very what I like to say long person. My arms are long. My legs are long. I'm 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 a gangly guy, uh, and so our friends now <laughs> call it the noodle arms when I'm really feeling a song and you're. Well, it's funny too. It's well, it's funny because that. so, out of the two of us, I mean, I'm the like I'm the person we go out to the club and I'm I'm talking about we get in there if there's a good song on I'm on the dance floor. I'm, she's gone for it. Nick, I'm yeah, in the corner sipping Nick and is, watching. Nick is not much of a social dancer. You know, he doesn't really get into. It. He likes to stand up. He likes to observe. Mm-hmm. But there are those times mm-hmm. when an artist like Ooh. the next one. They, I mean, there's no avoiding it. Like, I don't care what you do, but you gon's to dance because they're gonna make you dance. And yeah. his go-to move is called the noodle arms because he's not well versed yeah. at dancing, so his body just does what it has to do. And and that is a lot of spaghetti in the upper half okay. of my body. Just al dente arms, and al dente you know arms. Yeah. <laughs> al dente all the way. Wait, is that where we're calling my dance move? Al, al dente, dente all the way. <laughs> al dente bene. Uh, no, uh, we're done with the bad <laughs> banana puns. That didn't even know, work. Did, that right. did, did not work. Uh, so nobody uh, makes me go full al dente like S.G. Lewis does. He checks all my frigging boxes. He has heavy, heavy disco influences. Funk. He has some pretty fucking nasty beats. He's got a lot of funk. He features amazing artists. And you know what? He is... Sexy okay, as hell. I'm not gonna lie, he's not harder than us, y'all. I, t- I won't tell uh, why. He. Whew, okay, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna pull another. We're not gonna pull another mind chatter. <laughs> another mind chatter. Listen, Lee, yes, we are. No, we're not. Uh, so I, I just found out he's an IMG model, which totally checks out. Here I am thinking I had a crush on you know some random nerdy you know, but nice looking dj with a nice smile but he's the literal img model okay is so. there anything else you want to say in front of your husband about he's wow. sexy okay. uh so the first song uh is going to be hurting uh, and with the, with who aluna uh, george who i'll be Ooh, loving aluna george Luna George has been making good music for years i remember the first time i heard your drums your love and i was like who is this? And they still going strong, but Luna's kind of doing stuff on her own. You know what? Where's George? Oh, Luna, Luna, bring George back. 
Where's That's George? Uh, but she's doing her solo thing and it's it's working out well. But yeah, we're talking about hurting with Aluna George. And this is just like, this so good. is the song that will have me hitting the yeah, dance floor. Yeah, it's so good. Her, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, so, I mean, I'll, anything with Aluna George already, but you put SG Lewis with it too. And I'm like, hey, yes, please. Like, absolutely yes. Yeah. And like I said, SG Lewis has, you know, been quoted as saying how much he loves disco and he doesn't just love the music which is why I think he does it so well. He understands the vibe of disco. He understands that, like, you know, sexual thing and that, like, tension in the air and the energy and everything about well, it. Well, he's just, he just like, yeah, I, like, I mean, he's doing, you know, different versions of house music, and I'm, I'm a house music kid. I've been a house music kid for a long time. I grew up in that scene. I love it, love it, love it. But he is so interesting because he's not just, like, one note with house. He's, like... He like adapts it to the artist that he's like doing a, a song with or doing a remix with, and so each of his songs is like a little bit different. Like one will be more funk influence, one will be more disco influence. Like, like the three we're actually gonna do, I feel like you know they're all house tracks, but they're all yeah they're, they're pretty, pretty different. different. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so hurting is is gonna be less on the disco side, but I definitely wanted to bring you know that that you know heavy disco one for oh, the next one as well so the next so. song that we gonna talk about is feed the fire featuring lucky day and this song is just it's fire too this song does feed my fire yeah oh, i mean it's it is it's it's a burning this song is wood to my body fire <laughs> i mean it was okay um so <laughs> So yeah, Feed the Fire is actually one of his newer songs and it's on his new album, which is fantastic. You should get it. Give it a listen. And this is like disco in Yeah, disco funk. It's like that whole like that era. Yeah, it's a, it's so freaking good. And Lucky Day too. This dude's voice is like nuts. I said, uh, uh, do not give me headphones. This song, short shorts and a sunny day, unless you want to see some strutting. <laughs> Because that is exactly what you're going to get <laughs> if you give me those four things. Okay? I'm just... Ooh, you have a talent for painting I mean, I'm just, kidding, I'm just letting y'all know. If you hand Ryan Courtney short shorts, <laughs> this song, a sunny day, and some headphones, mm-hmm. guess what's going to happen? Yeah. He gon' strut. Yeah, and he's going to make a scene, and you're going to notice. Oh, my God, you're definitely going to notice. I'm like, want you to notice. You're for sure going to notice. I wrote down two minutes, 28 seconds, full noodle arms. Oh, and, so, and there we are. Al dente. <laughs> And they're done. Oh <laughs> hey, we have, we're cooked. <laughs> Splash a little sauce on oh them. Dinner's god. ready. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, this song is uh, so freaking good. It's yeah. I mean, all of his music is, but this song is it. It, it makes me want to dance. All right, He's and good. then the last song that we are going to talk about is pressure. Pressure, and this is featuring James Vickery, who this dude. Uh, Oof. James Vickery is is inhuman. He is unnatural. It, it is it is it is the devil's work. Honestly, it was be. so close to being on the Butter Voice episode, but it was that one was so hard because there's so many freaking amazing you know vocalists out there, and uh, Moskena too. Him and Moskena actually, their voices to me are very similar. They can hit these like insane high Absolutely. notes, like just really can sing any song and make it like and like nuts. It's like so weird to me. Yeah, and we found him on uh, with 
completely separately of this song. We found him on Color Studios. And if you go on YouTube and look up James Vickery Color Studios, the song that he friggin' sings and watching him sing it is like effortless, half of effortless. the fun because girl is into it and not even trying at the same time. Yeah, it's I'll so uh, crazy. include that in the Color Studio um, playlist that's on my YouTube, my YouTube account, which is Pop Music for Smart People on YouTube. I'll put that one up there too. I have a whole Color Studio um, playlist. So. Yeah, this, yeah, James Gregory's voice is nuts, and... Yeah, so, and now we are cooling off. So this is like, come, you come, know, come, come, come a take a dip in a, the, Tim, take a dip come, in the, in the music pool over here and cool <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, do you need a fan? Do you need a, you know, a light oh, spritzer? Okay. Have a little, have a little sit? I actually do want a spritzer now. Congratulations. I God, I love oh a wine God. spritzer. This is, this is, what is our <laughs> podcast now? Um... Ryan Cordy here to review the newest wine spritzers that I love. Um, I said, I also said for this, I said his voice is what I think I sound like when I sing Leon. Like, I think I sound like James Vickery no, yeah, when I'm sure. singing Leon songs. But I... So, so when you, when you are singing things like Leon songs and have your headphones on, like, I'm going to secretly record you and play it back to you one day. It is, it is, it's, you know what, babe? It's real good. That's all I'll say. You're you're really well, good at singing. Too. Yeah, it's it's not too high at all, and it's not too loud. I promise. All record producers out there, if you're listening, I mean, I think that should have sold you on it. So. Give her a contract. Give her, just give her a contract. Okay, I'll bring the I'll bring the spritzers. You bring the contract. All right, so I'm gonna do a little bio on S.G. Lewis. Samuel George Lewis is a singer, songwriter, musician, and record producer and DJ from Reading, England. Reading, England. This is you just like sound like you're smart if you're from <laughs> Reading, England. Where are you from? Reading, England. It's because it's the word. But reading. also to England, like I feel like English people just sound smart, smarter than Americans. I don't know why. That's <laughs> what they do. <laughs> Sawi. Probably because I probably because I say words like Sawi. <laughs> <laughs> in the voice exactly. of a baby instead of you know you compare that with a british accent yeah the british accents could probably get to sound smarter that's what i'm supposed to do or that's what i'm going to do like yeah that's probably why they sound smarter i get it i get it now yeah that sounds intelligent okay. it, it's intelligent and you sing really thank well thank, thank you he was influenced at a young age by artists such as bon ivor james blake common and timbaland which same yes yeah. timbaland uh, he began he began making music and posting it online, quickly building a loyal following. He secured a resident DJ gig at Liverpool's Chibuku Club. I hope I pronounced that right. And in 2014... Ooh, I hope it's called Chibuku Chib Club. That's C fantastic C-H-I-B-U-K-U, Chibuku Club. And in 2014... Chibuku. He signed a record deal with PMR Records, who represent artists such as Jesse Ware and Disclosure amazing okay well one of my queens and one of my favorite djs okay. as well um in 2015 he released his extended play named shivers followed by his second named yours in 2016 he released his debut album which this is so nuts to me his first actual debut album times just back in february of this year so yeah last month and yeah. it is fire it is fire, and he's. I feel like we're on the verge of S.G. Lewis blowing the f up and becoming super popular right now because he's got the 
attention of friggin' Elton John. Elton John wants to do a thing with him. It's on his Instagram. Me, um, me, I want to do. Was, I want to do a I, thing with him. Like you know, I'm and an international influencer. They're just automatically going to be famous. Yeah, if you give them attention. And I was just reading this thing and on the internet, and the headline was S.G. Lewis's biggest fan is Nicholas Ott. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Oh my God! Who's, I mean, uh, I, I mean, come on. Dua Lipa is probably statistically the biggest pop star in the world oh, yeah. at the moment. So, uh, so here's the thing. Like, I don't. I mean, you, you guys know I don't like feature artists. You know, like Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, people like that. Just because, like, they, you know, they have their platform. They've they've made it. They've done it. But that don't mean that I'm not obsessed with them. Like, give me some Britney. Give me some Ariana Grande. Give me some Nicki Minaj. Give me some Dua Lipa. I'd be loving Dua Lipa. Can you can you imagine re- picking up an article one day in a magazine or in a newspaper and the headline just said your biggest fan is Dua Lipa? I would literally <laughs> shit my pants. Like right. I would like like that is like right. seems insane to me. But S.G. Lewis literally like that's his life. That's that's yeah, and and he gets to you know be a super talented DJ, get the attention of Elton John and Dua Lipa, and be an IMG model. So, I mean, he wins. Actually, he won you know life. what? I'm S.G. Lewis. F you, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ashley. I apologize. Like, I just realized all that together, and I'm like, dude, like, give anybody else a chance, okay? <laughs> okay, so to recap, his name is S.G. Lewis. His music can be found on all major streaming platforms, so go follow him on Spotify and Apple Music. His Facebook and Instagram handle is S.G. Lewis, just his name, so S-G-L-E-W-I-S. And his Twitter and TikTok handle is S.G. Lewis underscore. So go follow and like him on those platforms and let him know that we sent you. S.G. Lewis, I would absolutely love an opportunity to talk with you, especially just because I grew up in the house music scene in Nashville. um, And this is what I've been around for a long time. So I would love to pick your brain about it and chat with you on the show. And I know my listeners would love that as well. Uh, Yeah, huge fan here. Thank you so much for making music. Yeah, so S.G. Lewis, he rocks. Leon, she rocks. Benet, she freaking rocks. So you guys, please go check their stuff out. All right. Well, I love you. I love you. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally just in the other room, so this is really funny. Um, I love you, honey. Thanks for being on the show and sharing your music with everybody. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, right, it was bye, fun. Bye. And that, folks, is what I like to call Nick Op Pop. So hopefully you got a, a better understanding now of what that is. I know it definitely covers a lot of musical ground, but it always puts you up in your feels. I'm talking about for different reasons, it puts you straight up in your feels. Which, I mean, that makes complete sense because my husband is the biggest cancer I've ever met in my entire life. I'm talking about he stays up in his feels. So his music reflects that. And there you go. I love that we went from like teenage angsty to like 70s strong power woman to just give me some house music. Let me strut down the street right now, okay? Give me my Daisy Dukes. I got to strut. <laughs> just like really all the phases of what I can go through in one day is what Nick Op Pop is. Uh, I just, I did want to also tell y'all that I got to brag on him a little bit right now, but he is also an insanely talented artist and owns a mural business called No Murals, N-O-M-U-R-A-L-S. So if you or someone you know is looking for a one-of-a-kind wall mural or art piece, then you should reach out to him because he makes some incredible stuff. If you want to check out his work, uh, his handle on Insta is at no murals and his website is nomurals.com. I love you so much, babes. Thank you for coming on the show. 
I also wanted to give a shout out to my extremely talented cousin, Billy Work, because that's what we'd be doing on the show. You know, we'd just be lifting up our friends, our family, because I got I know a lot of talented people, and I'm I'm gonna get the word out there. I'm gonna shout it from the rooftops, okay? Adam Nine. <laughs> Uh, he owns a badass barbershop in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida, and is an artist as well who does amazing commission pieces that, to me, they're uh, like pop art slash graffiti inspired. I had him send me a little info for y'all, so I'm going to go ahead and, and give that to y'all right now. He says, I opened Works Barbershop in 2016, fulfilling the dream of owning my own business and working for myself. I wanted to create a classic barbershop feel with a modern urban flair. We have now expanded the shop in 2018. We started with two barbers and now have six chairs total. We love serving our small community. You can always find us cutting hair, talking trash, okay, sipping a local coffee, and listening to music. Um, from pop music for smart people. With the artwork of hair, it opened doors for more artistic flow, and then was born Work of Art which this is W-E-R-K, because that's how he spells his last name, y'all. I love how both these art worlds can come together and feature all of my work in the shop. So if any of my listeners are ever down in Indian Rocks Beach and need a, that tight fade, you know where to go, okay? Y'all go to Works Barbershop and get you a tight fade, all right? Their website is workselite.com. So if you do happen to be down there and you want to make an appointment, you can go on workselite.com. And then guys, please go check out his amazing artwork or you know what, get yourself a piece because it's a real good. Uh, you can go to his Facebook page or Insta and the handle is work of art, which is W-E-R-K-O-F-A-R-T. Y'all go check out his art and yeah, give him some love. I love you, Billy. Love you, Megan. Love you, Quinn. Also, guys, if you like the show and you want to let others know, we do have some awesome pop music for smart people merch. She's a she's also designing now too. Just podcast host, you know, international influencer. Just she's got a lot. She wears a lot of hats. Okay, you guys, popcorn princess. Like that's got a full rank of duties right there, just on its own. I mean, that's a full time job right there, just being the popcorn princess. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we do have merch now, y'all. And that you can find on popmusicforsmartpeople.com under the shop tab. I'm adding new stuff all the time. So go check it out and get you some swag. Uh, if you do get some merch, please send me a pic of you with it or wearing it so I can show all the people how good you look. And guys, please tell your friends, family, orthodontist, dog groomer, eccentric wealthy uncle and that guy Ricky used to know way back when about the podcast if you like it or you know what even if you don't because who knows maybe they will all right guys I'll meet y'all here same time next week where we're going in a very different direction from this episode bye